Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. Right now we have Margaret Kamishian Ng of M3E Change Associates. How are you doing, Margaret? I'm great. How are you, Gabby? I am good. I'm good. It's winding down the night, so I can't complain. It's a pleasure having you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, of course, tell me who you are and what your company does. So, um, I am a organizational development professional who specializes in change management. I also have a degree in organizational psychology. So, everybody repeat after me. Say, what? <laughs> um, right. So, what does that mean? So, I do uh, large IT system implementations. Anytime there's process change or procedure change or behavior change is really what it is. Um, involved with people learning to do a job a different way. Um, If there's team development work that we want to do, if there's culture change that they want to do, if there is um, an executive that needs some coaching in terms of how to be a better leader. Um, So those are the types of things uh, that I do. I've been doing this for 25 years. And just for those of you that are wondering, yes, change management professionals also do training and communications plans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So those are outcroppings of a change management plan, right? So those are the the outputs of a change management plan. Um, So we also play cheerleader a lot, right? So we are coming to you saying, rah, rah, you really want this change. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of the job. That's the gig, right? 25 years been doing this for 25 years. Um, Everything from Xerox to Johnson & Johnson, so large global companies, um, all the way down to mid-sized companies. Um, I have been in two of the big four uh, Mm -hmm. consultancies, so um, I have had that experience, big four consulting. Um, But in and out of my career, Every time I've had a life change, I've either gone on salary or gone back to being uh, on my own. But the crux is I'm always a change management professional practitioner, right? So regardless of who's writing the check, that's been my gig. Okay. Um, And uh, M3E Change Associates has been around since 2017. Okay. And so as you know, like I said, it's only 2017. Things have changed. A lot has happened. How did you get into that and where you are now? Right. So um, up until COVID hit, um, like I said, I was working for large corporations, doing implementations. Um, Pretty much, you know, large IT systems are the projects that can afford people like me. So Mm -hmm. a lot of those. Um, And uh, doing these huge transformational projects, COVID hits 
and my business dries up. Why? Because I'm an expensive resource and we're nice to have resources, right? right. We're not need to have That's resources. That's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um, I'm sitting at home. It's June. And my kids, I have two children. Uh, they were six and 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so kindergarten and eighth grade are sitting at home trying to do virtual education mm-hmm. and learn virtually. I'm watching the both of them struggle. I'm watching my own pain as a parent, mm-hmm. trying to help them mm-hmm. <laughs> learn. Um, I'm watching the teachers fumble um, because wow. never ever did we prepare teachers to teach in a virtual environment. We mm-hmm. always taught K to 12 educators to teach live. Mm-hmm. I'm watching superintendents struggle, principals struggle. Um, so I decided, wait a minute, hold up, time out. Um, I do change management for a living, right? right. Mm-hmm. I help people communicate. I, 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 I have a certification in a virtual teaching and instructional design and e-learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing this for 25 years. There is absolutely no reason I can't help schools. Right. Um, And it was a really important mission for me, and it still is to this day, because I see myself as helping children um, Mm. by helping schools, right? So this is a pretty common problem right now. A lot of parents are in pain. A lot of kids Mm -hmm. are struggling in school. Teachers are struggling to figure out how to teach both virtually and in a hybrid environment. So those of you that don't know, hybrid means they've got kids (laughs) in the classroom, and they've Ugh. got kids who are virtual, and they're trying to teach both of oh. them at the same time, which, by the way, are two completely different techniques right. and completely different methods. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you do that effectively? And that's what we help with. So, yeah. And so happy to see that you're able to create a fresh opportunity, not only for yourself, but for now your new customers, which is, which are the schools and for kids and for parents. Yes. Yeah. It's, there's just a lot of um, pain out there and I see myself as being able to help ease some of that. Mm -hmm, Right. So mm -hmm. that's uh, where the focus is right now. Absolutely. So would you say that then like your background, like you said, your degree, your experience, that how you do change management overall, even if it's different ways, is that how you're able to kind of leverage flexibility then to think out of the box and kind of pivot when you need to? Absolutely. Absolutely. So my, it's interesting how we as people kind of fall into or find our niche, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up saying someday I'm going to be an organizational psychologist. (laughs) That just doesn't happen. I don't even think most people know what that is. Did not know before this, but now I do. Now you know, right? (laughs) So, um, you know, I'm going to be a change management practitioner. Mm -hmm. What the heck is that? Nobody, (laughs) you know, grows up saying they're going to be that. Mm -hmm. Um, I fell into it, right? So I started out as a Microsoft trainer at a college teaching Mm -hmm. people computers. Mm -hmm. I had a, uh, my bachelor's degree, don't tell anyone, is in musical theater. Oh, wow. So I came out with a bachelor's in fine arts in musical theater, singing, acting, and dancing. I'd been on stage from the age of eight. 
I had all these platform skills. (laughs) We have an expression in theater. We say, break a leg. It's supposed to mean good luck. Yes. Except I really did. Okay. Break a leg. Yes. You see the the pivot now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, I had like catastrophic illness insurance. That was it. And now I had these medical bills I had to pay. Mm. And um, so I had to get a real job. And um, my boyfriend at the time was now my husband said, why don't you go teach computers for a while? Mm. Um, Had he not said that, I never would have thought it myself. But I knew all this computer software. I had all these platform skills from a background in in performance. Mm -hmm. So I got my first job teaching computers. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, I liked having the ability to lease a car and live on my own without roommates, without cockroaches. The freedom. (laughs) Ooh, money's kind of nice. No. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I... uh, I continued along that vein and, and I went from, you know, being a, in a Microsoft instructor, um, which by the way, you're going to ask me in a little bit, what's my secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Part of my secret sauce, okay. I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, but That's part okay. of the secret sauce is that performance background because okay. even as a Microsoft instructor, I made learning computers fun. Okay. We love that. How many people want to go learn Microsoft Excel? Not, Not too many. No. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, and don't tell them Excel is based on algebra. Oh, don't. Ixnay on the algebra. So, yeah. yeah. So um, I used to take my performance background and make. Oh, wow. Learning computers fun. And mm-hmm. I used to have these older women come into my class, the introduction to computers class. They were literally not breathing. They were like afraid to touch the mouse and afraid mm, to break the computer. Right. So by making it fun, what I quickly learned was adults drop their baggage. If you get them to smile or laugh, now they're with you. Mm. They're relaxing. And now we can move forward. Right. right? Now we've got something to work on. Mm-hmm. You can implement the education. Awesome. Yes, they're open now instead of now they're open. Scared, intimidated. Instead mm-hmm. of yes, being intimidated yeah. and afraid, right? So mm-hmm. now they're having fun. My job just got loads easier. We love that. <laughs> we love that. We're humming along. Next thing you know, the day flies by. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a really good trainer. And then I learned instructional design. I became a training manager. Um, then after training management, I got sort of frustrated because I hit a ceiling. Okay. Um, I discovered that if you want to change somebody's value system, mm-hmm. if you want to change how they fundamentally see the world, if you want to change a supervisor's attitude towards their employees, for mm-hmm. example, You want a supervisor to turn around their behavior because they're losing people like it's COVID (laughs) and they're dropping left and right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes more than training. Right. It takes a total reframing of the culture of of your belief systems, Mm -hmm. your value systems. And that's how I got on the organizational psychology track. Okay. Um, was because I needed more tools. Mm. I couldn't just be a trainer anymore. Mm. Now I saw a higher purpose, a higher mission, right? Mm -hmm. Something else that I wanted to get at. 
And so my master's in organizational development from American University allowed me to have a change management career. Okay. And that's how we got here, right? So well, here we are. But I fell into it. I mm-hmm. totally fell into it, right? I didn't grow up saying I'm going to do this. Right, which is life, which is life. Which is Things life. happen and then you end up where you're supposed to be, clearly. And look at where I am today. Had mm-hmm. COVID not happened mm-hmm. and we had not gone to virtual education and I hadn't been the mother of two children. Mm-hmm. Children so far apart in age, they're seven years apart. Okay. So watching a kindergartner and an eighth grader and Completely watching wow. mm-hmm. how different they are, mm-hmm. but how much in pain they still are and how much they're still struggling, watching that the teachers, regardless of age group, are having the same struggling. challenges mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and struggling, right? So um, I fell into this, right? Mm-hmm. I fell into helping K-12 to schools. So um, now for those of you who are thinking, how the hell is she qualified to do that? <laughs> I say hell on a podcast. I don't know if you're allowed to say that. Here we are. Um, I'm a Cub Scout leader. I was a substitute Aww. teacher. Um, I was a religious education teacher for my church for like seven years. Um, why? Because it was the only way to get my kid to go was to actually be the teacher. Um, so my son has actually, he has autism. Okay. And so I had to learn early childhood education in order to help him. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not just professional qualifications that led here. It's also personal life happenings and and there and how we got on this whole tangent was because you asked me <laughs> um flexibility to think outside the box was that yes thank you flexibility <laughs> thinking outside the box because life uh, <laughs> yes that's my life mm. my whole life has been um hey i'm humming along here i've got a great job oops there's been a merger and an acquisition up mm-hmm. oh, you're cut off now what are you gonna do right uh Oops, you had a child. Oops, they have autism. Now what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, you you started a business. This is my third business. It mm-hmm. went bankrupt. Now what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just my whole life has been about pivoting and making choices, pivoting and making choices, pivoting and making choices. And when mm-hmm. people ask me, what is this key to survival? Like, what is the key to um career or life, I tell them to stop asking themselves what they want to be when they grow up. Mm. Stop asking that question. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself what you're going to do next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the only way forward. Because what I want to be when I grow up is too big of a question to answer. And I'm 45 years old and I don't know what I'm going to be when I grow up. I'm still becoming who I'm going to be when Mm -hmm. I grow up. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And your story is just so incredible because I feel like it's so relatable because we just have this idea of I'm going to be this, like you said, and then I'm going to disagree and then I'm going to go and be it for 30 years. And it's like, that's not real life. That's not reality. That's not how it works. Not how it works. And I feel like that's your secret sauce as well is because you've had to manage change in your own life and in your own career, you're able to teach other people change management. Correct. From a real you know, life standpoint. From a real place of been there, done that, mm-hmm. feel your pain, true empathy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Change is not easy. 
And uh-huh. I don't want to make it sound like it's easy for me either. So I get tell stressed you, I out could, too. Yeah, that I've done it. I've lived it. So therefore I can help you somewhat and guide it. you to get through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can totally relate to where you are. I can relate to the fear and anxiety that you're feeling. I totally get that you're looking for that glass of wine after work. I've been there, done that, got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Take yourself for a walk instead. Uh, <laughs> Better but, options. Um, you know, look for healthier options. Gabby, you like to work out. You you personally train. So yes. yeah, you can relate to that one, right? Yeah. I have Exercise to find is options. a great reliever of stress. It is. Sometimes it adds to my stress, but I do use it once in a while to relieve me of my stress. So. <laughs> So obviously, like you said, you've had to pivot. Now it's dealing with COVID. You've had this new, basically, sector and aspect of your business. Where do you see your business then the next few years? And what do you hope to, how do you hope to accomplish it? It's a great question. So first of all, what am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. It's all I'm looking at. So right now I'm in COVID. Right now I'm trying to get the word out. I'm trying to let as many schools know as I possibly can that I'm here, that Mm -hmm. I want to help, that I have the faculties and tools to help. Mm -hmm. That's where my focus is right now. And I get questions all the time, but it's just COVID. What are you going to do when COVID's over? No, you don't understand, you guys. You guys. You guys. (laughs) COVID is not over. New York City... So this is being recorded November 23rd, 23rd. everybody, Mm -hmm. right before Thanksgiving, okay? November 23rd, 2020. New York City just closed all their schools. They're purely virtual. Mm. Morristown, New Jersey just closed their schools. They went virtual, okay? Mm. We're watching COVID numbers rise through the roofs, especially Mm -hmm. in the Northeast because it's getting colder. And people are doing more and more indoors. Mm. And so it's easier to pass the disease and it's easier to catch it than ever before. Whereas Mm. during the summer, our numbers were low because everybody just did everything outside. Right. It was much easier. Mm -hmm. It was much easier to socially distance. It was much easier to gather and and have meetings. Like my Cub Scout troop, we just Mm -hmm. met in the park. Right. You know, we went for a hike and six feet of separation, right? It was fine. It was easy. Mm -hmm. Now we're having to meet indoors, right? So Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty soon I'm going to go virtual on them. I haven't told them yet, but pretty soon we're going to have to figure out how to be Mm -hmm. a Cub Scout troop virtually. Mm -hmm. So um, this isn't going away anytime soon is Mm -hmm. my point. Mm -hmm. It's not. We're watching it peak right now. Mm -hmm. We're watching it climb right now. It's about to peak. And then maybe in September, we'll go back to hybrid or we'll go back to if the vaccine gets pushed out and Mm -hmm. it gets disseminated enough, we might be able to go back fully live in September. Right. So you still have time right now. This is going to be your your space. This is my space for right now. And Mm -hmm. then I strongly believe we are watching education in the United States change forever. Truly. Truly change. Mm-hmm. Can you see us giving a snow day to kids anymore? Actually, did you think about that? Right. But yes. <laughs> Sorry, the buses can't roll, but you can get online. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yes. So 
what about kids who um, before were home due to medical reasons and mm-hmm. had to be homeschooled? Maybe mm. they don't want to be homeschooled. Maybe they want there's a public options. school education. Mm-hmm. Now there's options. Once yes. we figure out hybrid education and we really figure out how to do it well, we can in- include more children in our public school education experience and in our, our, our classes. Um, even homeschool consortiums have had to figure out how to be virtual, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't see education going back to the way it was. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, especially higher education. Can you see huge campuses opening again, really? With 400 plus students in one class? No. In a classroom? No, I don't see that happening anytime soon. So mm-hmm. anyway, in terms of what am I going to do next, when this dries up, should it dry up, I have 25 years of a portfolio of doing business to business work. Mm-hmm. I'll just start marketing again as a B2B business and going back to doing change management for global companies. Mm-hmm. And you'll pivot once again. I'll like pivot once again. <laughs> I'll ride the wave again. Amazing. Margaret, so she can be found at m3echange.com. Are there any other platforms that people can reach out, find out more information? I mean, I'm sure there's people who listen to this podcast and just literally want to talk to you just from all of your experience yeah, yeah, and relate sure. to so, you. Um, m3echange.com. Mm-hmm. We have a contact form that'll pop up. You can fill that out and I will reach out to you personally. Um, there's also a way on the website to book a free consultation with me. So you're welcome to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Facebook. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Instagram. I'm learning Twitter. I'm 45. Bear with me here, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're slowly getting that up and going. But um, it's M3E Change, no matter where you go. Even YouTube. Okay. M3E Perfect. Change. It's easy. Perfect. Margaret Ng, thank you so much. This has been absolutely incredible, this entire recording, this entire session. So I hope you enjoyed it. It's such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much, Gabby. It's been a great, great pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, Would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.